Welcome everybody to the 8th episode of CGCast. Today is the 5th of November and today I have Leonard Thiel, co-founder of CG Talk, and we're going to ask him about some questions. But first, I would like to say sorry for missing two weeks of the past episodes because I started art school and I have been a bit busy, so it's been hard controlling my time, but now I think I can, I'm back on schedule. So, Leo... Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, about me, let's see, where do I start? <laughs> well, my name's Leonard Tio. Uh, most people know me on the forums as Leo, and um, as uh, you've introduced me, I've, uh, I am the founder of CG Talk, which has recently been merged into the CG Society. Um, I'm also the co-founder of Ballistic Media, um, which owns CG Society, as well as Ballistic Publishing, which publishes the expose books, the D'Artis uh, books, um, Elemental and Exotic, which are arguably the best CG books in uh, art books in the world. <clears throat> I am 26 years old, and um, I and Ballistic Media now has 17 staff. Um, we have three offices: one in Adelaide, Australia, which is uh, headquarters. We have a publishing office in Melbourne, and we have a sales office in Florida. Cool. Um, what made you decide to start CG Talk? Well, um, CG Talk kind of started. It, it, it's a it's a very long story, but where it's um, originally started was in San Francisco in December 2001. It was um, at the time I was in San Francisco uh, working with a, a company called DV Garage and also working with uh, CG Channel at the time. And uh, CG Talk was um, you know was the, was the forum for CG Channel and that was kind of how it, it started and uh, in July um, 2002 John Eric and I decided to part ways and um, I retained CG Talk and he retained CG Channel and sort of CG Talk became an independent forum um, and I, I continued to run that while doing consulting work for Noman School of Visual Effects and also doing consulting work for the 3D Festival um, which was the largest um, CG conference in Europe. Oh, interesting. So what made you decide to change CG Talk to CG Society? Well, that's kind of came about through the way that CG Talk evolved ever since it became an independent forum in 2002. Um, you know, as you know, CG Talk really began to grow in leaps and bounds when it became an independent forum because, um, and we associated ourselves with Noman, you know, through our partnership with Noman, we, we associated ourselves with 3D Festival, which was Europe's largest. 3D conference and festival, and it just exploded. We went from 5,000 members when we, um, you know, when when we started to 20,000 within like six months, and it just continued to grow at this massive uh, rate. And we began to do a lot of things. I mean, one of the uh, most notable things was we started ballistic publishing um, as a result of the artwork that was appearing on CG Talk because there was so much cool artwork. Um, that was being posted by members, but it was getting lost. I mean, you know, because um, uh, at that point in time, we didn't actually have a means for people to submit and have their work actually saved in the forum that was very expensive due to bandwidth constraints. And what was happening was that, you know, after a while, like a lot of these artists were going away or, you know, moving on or their web hosts went down or whatever, and um, the, the art was just lost forever. And just due to the way that the web is, you know, kind of structured, um, it is a temporal sort of medium. So there, there wasn't any way to really capture in, in a single, you know, in a single place all the cool artwork that was appearing on CG Talk. 
Um, and so I had this idea, hey, let's put it into a book. Um, and I, I pitched this idea to my friend Mark Snoswell, and we decided to set up this venture, which was Ballistic Publishing, to publish Exposé, which was the first um, you know, digital art annual book. It was kind of like Spectrum, but it's all digital art. So we have, had a publishing company um, set up, and that publishing company was intending, you know, we're still intending to do a, um, a CG magazine that's going to come out next year. We were running conferences. We started doing uh, our own um, awards, you know, the 3D awards. We started doing workshops, online workshops, and we also had um, CG Networks come out, which was, um, you know, primarily the news and editorial for, um, uh, website. So we had all of these different um, brands, you know, it was um, CG Networks, CG Talk, CG Pro Shop, CG Workshop, CG, you know, whatever you could come up with, there was CG something. And at, we looked at all of these disparate sort of businesses and uh, we tried to find what it was that brought it all together. And ultimately, what brought everything, absolutely everything together was the community. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to the people. We are servicing the artists, and um, you know, what do you call a group of um, of artists? You know, and we decided that to go with the, the CG Society um, because it made suddenly it, it, there was a purpose, and it made absolute sense because the CG Society ran, you know, the um, the forums, it ran the the workshops, it ran conferences and events and awards and, and everything else that we're doing is all based around this society or this group of artists that we have online. So that was kind of why we, you know, we decided to consolidate all the brands into one, which is the CG Society. Oh, very interesting. So what's the future for the CG Society? It's pretty exciting times, actually. I mean, um, we're doing a lot of development. As, as you know, like, we have been posting a lot of... Uh, um, a lot of stuff as far as um, CG films and, and articles are concerned on the website. We now have over 1.7 million visitors to the um, to CG Society every um, every month. And if you look at our Alexa.com ratings, we are the single biggest CG uh, website you know in the in the world. And um, <clears throat> what we have lined up is. Uh, is pretty exciting. We have the CG portfolio, which is going to come out in about in about six weeks. What's that? Um, What's the this? CG portfolio is is going to be the revolutionary. Uh, it's just a revolutionary way of um, showcasing artists' um, work online, and um, it's it's not like a gallery. It's nothing like has ever ever been seen before. It's pretty amazing in the way that we're we're constructing it. You know, we wanted to to showcase artists' work. We wanted to make it easy for artists to be able to put their work online and have a homepage where, you know, they could, uh, and, um, and a, f uh, a base that they could um, really showcase all of their work. But not only that, we wanted, it to, uh, we wanted to make it easy for other people to find their work as well as employers to be able to identify talent. And so we, you know, we decided to do this, um, this portfolio type thing where Members, you know, uh, all of the CG Society members will be able to post um, their artwork on, um, you know, on on their um, individual profiles, and really showcase it to the rest of the community, to the world. Um, and all, at the same time, you know, employers will be able to f um, identify talent. Um, if you like a particular artist, you'll be able to, you know, to subscribe to their fan club or their blog or, or whatever. It, it, it's a real feat of social engineering that we're uh, developing with, around the CG portfolio. And I, I truly believe that this is something that is revolutionary and, is, and it's never been done before. So it's, it's going to be very interesting. And, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to launching. 
launching it. Sounds exciting. What else do you have planned? Um, well, <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff that, that we've sort of mentioned, you know, as far on the forums when we launched the CG Society that we wanted to go into. One of them, of course, is the magazine, and I'm, I'm going to keep that under wraps now, including the, the final name for the magazine, because um, that is another ex really exciting uh, venture that we're going into. The, the magazine will be released in the first issue we're aiming for May 2006, and we're look also looking, um, exploring the option of doing um, you know the, the conferences and events again and uh, we there are no firm plans yet but we're eyeing sometime you know sometime next year or uh, in 2007 to really go full-on into events so and apart from that you know we also have a, a really exciting range of books that are coming out as you know this this year has been really really great for us because we did expose 3 and we did the two new D'Artis books with D'Artis character modeling and D'Artis matte painting. We have more D'Artis books on the way. We have uh, more tutorial books on the way that are much more in depth because uh, the community has been asking for them. Expose 4, we're going to start the call for entries uh, very shortly for that. And we also have um, a lot of um, exciting new products that we're going to bring out to the market. So we, we think that you know the, the community is going to be really is it's just going to be really stoked with the sort of stuff that we have in uh, have in the pipeline. Um, about this, about the magazine, will it be a paper magazine or will it be a digital magazine like the one that 3D Total has? Paper. I <laughs> I have never ever believed in digital magazines or digital um, you know books as a primary means of um, of um, communication. I mean, obviously that there, there are people out there who are doing it like so uh, for example Zinio you know they have all the magazines like through, um, I think the future publishing ones were, were available through there and you know all the business ones PC World and stuff like that but it's you know the I, I think inherently there is a problem with that because it's it's not tactile um, obviously you're you know it, you're still communicating the information but, but it's not the same you know yeah it, it's just not the same and, and that's exactly why um, the the books expose has been so successful and people ask us all the time like how can you take images that are kind you know like um, because most of the images from expose are available online if you go out and look for it and search for the images they are online at some point you know because artists either post it on CG talk or they post it on their website or they post it on another website you know so all that stuff's online why is it that the book is so successful. Why is it such a commercial and uh, you know success? And why is it the artists want to be in this book? And uh, why do people want to buy it? And the reason for that is because they can pick it up, and it's a totally different experience, uh, you know, to actually have a book in your hands and the tactile sensation as you you know as you actually can view um, the images and everything in um, you know in, in in full print medium. So and which is why you know we really want to do that um, do um, stuff in more traditional mediums, whether it be you know in print or you know whether it be um, as large format paintings, sculptures, and things like that. Because we we, we believe that the um, that the digital world should not just be you know experience um, completely digitally. You know um, it, it can be it, at the end of the day, it's the art that and and the communication that's the that's important. How much will this magazine cost? I have no idea. <laughs> you know, um, obviously we don't want to price it too, um, you know, too high or um, or too low. You know, but it, it is going to be a very high quality magazine. Uh, you've seen the books, you know, like um, the and the quality of the production that we go for, and um, we are definitely going for something that is extremely high quality um, and that 
you know, is um, that can be enjoyed by artists. What what we don't want to do is, um, you know, is, is to do another 3D world or do another CGW magazine. And there's nothing like that. I mean, the, this magazine that we're planning is is it is going to be a new concept in um, you know in, in in the CG magazine arena. And so we we really think that's going to make a big splash. But at this point in time, we don't actually have any pricing to announce. Mm, can't wait. But um, another question about it: Will it be available in newsstands or just subscription only? Because I like to buy magazines from the newsstands because I can just pick it up when I feel like it. Yeah, absolutely. We are go for the magazine. We are going for mass distribution, and um, I, I think a lot of people have you know they they've asked us uh, about distribution before, especially about our books, um, because you know it is it, it is hard to find it in uh, in bookstores in the U.S. And but we are. Going into mass distribution all across Asia, we 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 are in Asia. Like we we're in all the bookstores in Asia. In Kinokuniya, you know, we're in every single Kinokuniya bookshop um, now. And but we're doing a massive um, distribution effort in the U.S., which is starting in January next year. And you know, at the moment, I have ten thousand books on the way to the U.S. and and for the magazine as well. We are definitely going to go into mass distribution, so you'll be able to get it at all newsstands. We hope. <laughs> That's great. Um, I'll, if I see it, I'll pick it up. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay. Um, a question about the books. I've heard a complaint that um. A lot of images, a lot of the same images appear a lot in the same books. Um, you keep reusing images. Will you do anything to fix this in the future? Because I've heard a lot of people complaining about it. Well, I'd actually like to see the substantiation from that. I mean, because um, our books are positioned very differently. And um, if you, for, I mean, I, I think most of the complaints recently has been in the has been in the exotic uh, thread because um, if you happen to own Expose Two, Expose Three, and Darty's character modeling, you'll find that uh, you know, and Elemental say, which is like four other you know um, books from Ballistic Publishing. So some of the artwork is uh, definitely that there is some overlap there, but. It is a minority of overlap. I think that um, when you actually look at exotic and you look at the um, all the artwork in it, you'll find that it is a minority of artwork that that actually does overlap. And uh, I mean, exotic is a very different book, and we position each of the books very differently. Of course, you know, you've got um, Elemental, which is the, and we're launching Elemental too soon, by the way, and um, Elemental, which is like predominantly discrete slash Autodesk artwork, um, and it. It appeals to people in that market. Exotique is a totally different title. It's made for people who want to enjoy character artwork, but they're not interested in, you know, in um, in architectural artwork. They're not interested in design visualization or environments and stuff like that. They just want to see characters. And so, undoubtedly, there will be some overlap. But um, we made a, a really conscientious effort to keep it um, to keep that overlap minimal um, I, I would have to say that you know as far as uh, overlap is concerned I mean you're looking at, at a, a, a very minimal like five percent overlap or something like that and I think that it just sticks in people's minds because they they see something and they say hey that was an image you know that that's Aki from uh, from Darcy's character modeling or you know that's uh, hey I saw that in uh, in, in CG channels machine flesh you know or something and they um, and you know they just make those connections mentally, but actually the book itself, when you think about it, it, it only overlaps with any other ballistic title in a very minimal way. Okay, it's not so bad as they said then. 
the contests how do you how, how do you think it's going so far will you be keep doing the contests or what Ab absolutely i mean the the challenges are um absolutely massive we love doing the challenges we love inspiring the community and you know getting them to uh to think about stuff you know the, our latest challenge is spectacular and um i mean the artwork is, that is coming out of that is absolutely magnificent i mean the the contest has taken a bit of a, a back step recently purely because of the commercial failure of the books. I mean, the reason why we did the books in the first place, as in the CG Challenge books, we did the Machine Flesh and Grand Space Opera, was to help finance the challenges because each of these challenges costs us an incredible amount of money uh, to run, not just in server costs, which is only the beginning, but in staff costs as well. You're running a contest over you know, a three-month period, somebody's got to go out and get all of the sponsorship, do all the coordination, do all the planning, write up the, the contest, do the, uh, and, and you know, deal with all, the, um, all of the crap, basically, that happens during those three months, and technical support, etc. Um, you're talking like two staff, basically, on that, and uh, running over three months, and it just it adds up to a phenomenal amount of money, you know, which is, uh, I mean, I'm, I won't be shy to tell you, you know, each of the contests we run, you know, it, it goes well into tens of thousands of dollars just to, um, just to run a challenge. Um, and you know we can go out obviously and get and get sponsorships because um, you know there are uh, sponsors are already donating like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of prizes, um, and you know if we were to start charging these sponsors for you know to to run the, um, for um, financially we'd only be able to run maybe like one challenge a year, but we would, we will, you know we want to run three or four challenges a year, so we decided to do these books and um, you know the, and when we did a survey <laughs> you know everybody told us that 99.9 percent .9 of, of people told us that they would buy a CG challenge book if we published it and um, <laughs> they have been an absolute dismal failure um, I have to you know I'm sorry to say that but <laughs> it's true so uh, we stopped uh, we stopped publishing the CG challenge books but you know now we're uh, we're back just to doing the challenges and uh, <laughs> trying to keep down the um, you know trying to keep them under control so that they don't blow out. Wow, I had no idea it was so expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, are you guys planning any events for the CG Society, like maybe a member meetup or something? Um, yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> we have done some events already, very low-key sort of events. We did one in Melbourne um, early in the year. Melbourne is uh, one, of the, uh, one of the main cities in, in Australia. Um, and we definitely want to go back into events in a very, very big way. I mean, I won't add any more to that right right now because it's still, you know, it's still fairly far off. But when I say in a big way, I mean the, you know, running a conference or festival similar to what we did for 3D Festival, which was uh, Europe's largest um, CG conference, uh, where you know you have like three tracks and uh, you know which is game development, um, animation, visual effects, and uh, workshops and you know um, architectural viz, and you've got the you know awards and festival with that. So we definitely are looking at going into events, conferences in in a very very big way, um, and. Um, at this point in time, like I, I'm not entirely sure, like you know how, um, when that's going to happen, because obviously you know that's going to be an extremely expensive proposition. But we we hope that we can do that, you know, at some point, maybe next year or or definitely 2007. 
as far as member meetups and stuff are concerned, I mean, we you know we have that we have the mechanism on the CG Society forums for members to organize you know their own meetups, and we we do rely on the members um, you know to use their initiative to organize meetups. But I think inherently it's a uh, you know, it, it's always going to be an issue because people are just glued to the computers. They're on CG Talk all the time, and you know, how, and just to get them to go out to, uh, you know, to the local bar to have beer is, <laughs> you know, it's actually pretty, uh, pretty difficult. Like, say, if I like say I don't have a CG Society member, but like, what would you tell everybody who who's interested in one but's not decided yet? What what's the biggest advantage to getting it? Well, most of the CG Society memberships that we've had so far are, have been primarily due to people wanting to support the community. And, um, you know, at, uh, we, we launched the CG Society early in the year, you know, and um, we, we felt that there was uh, that, um, that CG Talk, had, it, we had to elevate it to the next level. And, um, and so these paying members, they, um, you know, they get the discounts. So you're going to get discounts on, uh, on all ballistic publishing books. And uh, you get discounts on all our CG workshops. And every single one of our CG workshops has, you know, has sold out pretty, pretty much. And, uh, you know, and quite a number of CG Society members take advantage of that, of that offer because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a great value proposition when you're getting back your money right away. So discounts is a big thing in when the CG portfolio comes out, I think everybody is going to want to be a CG Society member because of what you will be able to do with the portfolio. Is um, you know you're, you're going to definitely want to have a CG Society membership. Um, Twenty nine ninety five. When you think about it, is really not a lot. You know, six cups of coffee. You know, get over it. It's it's not a lot. So uh, we we think that is great value for um, you know for what. Um, for helping to support the community, getting your money back in terms of discounts, and you know, getting the uh, the value out of um, out of the um, out of member benefits such as the, the CG portfolio, which will be launched soon. What if members don't have a credit card? Uh, we we accept PayPal as well. So yeah, that pretty much negates that as far as you know, uh, being able to pay online. All right. Um, the CG workshops. What do you have planned for that? Um, right now, you know, we're just uh, we're, we're still developing the CG workshops. It's been a slow start, primarily because it's uh, it's actually uh, been not because there hasn't been a demand for it. You know, there is an incredible demand. Every time we run a workshop, it just gets flooded um, with, with people wanting to do it. But um, you know, trying to get the instructors in and uh, and get them to develop the material, it, it is uh, it it does take a while. For example, for a you know for an instructor to develop an eight week course, um, Steven Starberg has done a course. You know, on uh, on modeling the um, uh, human anatomy. Um, oh, sorry, the the female form. And um, you know, Rebecca Kimmel did one on human anatomy, and uh, we were um, we're going to be running one now on uh, male scripting very shortly. So we, it's um, it's um, as far as the upcoming courses are concerned, um, we we have some exciting ones planned, including some master classes, um, which are going to be very very interesting. But um, you know, I, I can't give you any um, any timelines or dates because they, they sort of like at the moment they sort of like happen when they happen and when and when I say that it's usually like one or two workshops uh, pop out every month. Those tutorial books you mentioned earlier when do you think you'll have them out and like what kind of subjects would you cover would be generalized or very specific? That's a good question actually because um, you know that that sort of came up very recently and um, in response to people's feedback on Dartis we, I mean, just a bit of history about Dartis and how they came about. Um, we wanted for the Dartis books. Uh, we wanted to make them 
50-50, like 50% tutorial, 50% artwork. And there was a very, very good reason for that because we did not want to, uh, you know, uh, to make another book like, you know, New Writers Inside, you know, Maya or whatever. You know, we, we wanted to make a book that was fairly generalized that could stand the test of time. And not only that, that people could really, really enjoy. So the, the sort of book, like if you pick up the artist's character modeling, for example, even if you don't want to read the tutorials, you can still flip through and go, oh, wow, you know, and just admire the artwork in it. So that's why we made it like a 50-50 split. Um, the response from the community has, has been great. I mean, those books have been selling incredibly well. But um, the more esoteric users have been, you know, begging us for doing, uh, you know, to do much more in-depth sort of books that really, you know, delve into the subject matter and, I, uh, you know, to the, and I think that, yeah, what we did, you know, with the, what we decided to do is to, is to come out with a, with a new series which will be a lot more technical, a lot more in-depth. It still will be fairly generalized in that what we don't want to do is do like, you know, an uh, inside Maya book or something like that because um, there's like a new version that comes out, you know, every year. <laughs> so, um, and stuff gets outdated pretty easily. You know, we want to go into the subject matter and it could be anything. It could be like, you know, match moving, character rigging, you know, you name it. And uh, there's just so much in the field of CG that you can touch on that you can go into a lot of detail. In. So um, that's definitely what we're what we're planning to do. So how would you make it like not very application specific? Well, will the books be application specific? I think that you you need to be application specific to a certain extent. Like you know you you have to be um, you have to go with ubiquitous applications. For example, like Photoshop or something like that. You know you you have to be app specific up to a certain extent before you really go into but what you don't want to do is to do stuff which is very very version specific and um, it's, it's going to be a tough call but you know I think that we're, um, we're, we're looking at that you know at all those details now we're working with authors to uh, you know to suss out how we're going to present that to the you know to the community. So will you have the tutorials in um, both available for both apps like say my uh, one book for Maya and one book for Max but there will be the same tutorial? We don't know yet. Don't know. I mean, um, a anything's possible at this point because, um, you know, we, we've, we're sort of, um, uh, we're, you know, we're looking at all the options. But, um, like, I, I don't want to commit to anything, you know, by, by saying, you know, in this interview that, okay, we're going to do this or that and we don't do it, you know. But uh, basically, as, as a rule of thumb, we try to be as generic uh, as possible, um, you know, just so that, the, the information is is kept uh, fairly intact, so it doesn't get outdated within like you know twelve months. Okay, I would like to see a ZBrush book. I would buy that. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything about CG Talk that you'd like to tell us about? Like something what you'd want the members to do to make it a better place, or any stuff like that? Well, um, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's hard to. It's really difficult to sort of, you know, answer that question because the community is just so dynamic, it's so fluid, and um, I, I guess, you know, just never lose enthusiasm in, in, uh, in CG. I mean, we, 
we are doing this. I mean, everybody at Ballistic is is doing this because we love what we do. I mean, we are so passionate about CG. Uh, we love the community. We love the way that you know we can bring like so many people together and what we're doing to help the community to help artists. We're definitely not driven by you know by commercial by commercial ambition. You know, if I wanted to make money, I would not be in the CG industry. I can assure you of that. <laughs> so um, we you know we we are really passionate about what we, what we do, and I think that that enthusiasm is catching. On, but yeah, we, we really, you know, it, we, it'd be nice to sort of, um, I, I guess, you know, um, continue that, and, and we hope that all of our members can share in that enthusiasm and that love and passion uh, for CG. Okay, that's excellent. Um, do you have any final comments? Yeah, just you know, keep on rendering, keep on doing it, and um, I and just have lots of fun. Ultimately, you know, the, that's that's what it's all about. You know, if you. Um, you gotta have fun and um, and enjoy what you do because um, that's what drives you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on the show. Not a problem, Olivia. It was uh, it was great fun. Okay. Say bye to everybody. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Right. Bye.